0: Welcome to Get The Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted. We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey. Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer. We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles and interview coaching. Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast. and welcome to the podcast. In this episode we'll be talking about how you can network for a job and overcome that fear. A really strange thing happens after lockdown and even if you're still in lockdown or you've been in and out of it you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You forget how to socialize. It's completely random, it's never happened to you before, but you just suddenly feel awkward when you talk to people. Of course, during lockdown, you probably didn't switch off completely to the world. You probably spoke to people on Facebook, Zoom, and through technology. So why is it so awkward when you start to transition back to -to face-to-face life? And how can you overcome that so that you can get out there and go to networking events, which is a great place to find your dream job and connect with people who can help you get there? It's because a lot of these platforms can't actually replace the real thing. So as much as we thought we could remain unaffected by the lack of human connection, it's really not possible. One of the reasons that Homo sapiens actually evolved the way we did and as fast as we did was because we were able to bind together as communities in order to propel us to the top of the food chain. So we're naturally very social creatures and that means face-to-face social creatures. Now for the real problem. How do you transition back into the real world and work up the strength to go to networking events in order to find the job that you want? It's actually completely terrifying under normal circumstances, and even more so when you've been in and out of house prison (laughs) for what's ticking over to be years, not months anymore, but years. So going to a networking event is difficult. It's an unpredictable environment. It's hard to not feel awkward and judge, but it's a fantastic way to get a really great job. So if you want to do that, if you want to overcome that fear, if you want to network well after what seems like forever of being isolated in our houses, in this episode we'll be covering some steps that you can follow to get you to that part. So the first thing that you can do is basically get yourself ready to attend. So to work up the courage to actually attend the event, the best thing you can do is is to get yourself in the right headspace so you can go in confidently. You can go in with a set of goals and can feel that you you're actually, you have the ability to achieve them. So what you need to do is reason with those irrational thoughts, with those emotional thoughts that are dragging you down and replace them with rational ones. So you can start thinking of saying things to yourself like, Nothing can actually physically harm you there. Fear, in quotation marks, is really just a bunch of chemicals in your mind. You've got to remember why you're doing it and repeat it to yourself. And also just tell yourself how great your life will become once you actually secure your dream job. And also how good you'll feel about getting out of your comfort zone and reaching for something outside what is being dished to you on Seek or LinkedIn or job ads or, you know, You've really gone out above and beyond to get that next job. So when you actually secure it, it'll, it'll taste so much sweeter. All of these things will at least get you to the door of the networking event, which is what you want. And that's a really great start. And it's sort of like going to the gym. You know, sometimes the first, you, you might feel unmotivated, but sometimes all you need to do is take the first step and realize that that was actually the hardest part, just getting there. So the second thing you can do is to figure out how you will approach people once you're there. So it's essential that you develop an elevator pitch. It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be just a penciled, rough idea of what you're going to say in your elevator pitch. And an elevator pitch is a speech that you give to introduce yourself at networking events. It's a short statement that introduces you what you want to like what you do what value you can add and it's all it's called an elevator pitch because you say it in the amount of time it takes to ride a lift or an elevator so between 30 seconds and 2 minutes so this way you're not waltzing up to people only to get to a group of people get to a person at an event and forget how to speak this is a really great way to be prepared to rehearse and it's really an easy transition from approaching to actually talking In addition, don't forget to do the following when you are approaching people to make you seem less intimidating to them because you never know how you're going to be received on the other end, especially when nerves are kicking in, we tend to not be ourselves. So make sure you're polite, you compliment people wherever you can. So I like your jacket, I heard you speak, I like what you're saying, I overheard you, it sounded really interesting, stuff like that. Make sure you make eye contact and you stand up straight. Make sure you smile and also don't talk about yourself too much because the best network is actually build up a connection. And to do that, you need to listen, which we're going to cover in in another step later on. (laughs) The third thing that you can do is to refine your communication skills. So... Start with how you're going to converse. All the best networkers continue to grow their pockets of people because they know how to hold a good conversation. So when you find yourself among strangers, consider doing the following. Listen to the other person's answer. Allow people to finish their response without interrupting. Make eye contact again. Genuinely act as if you care about what others have to say, even if you don't, because you never know how they can help you offer helpful suggestions based on your experience and remember snippets of previous conversations you may have had with them from earlier parts of the event and bring it, you know, bring it up again so that it shows you are listening and you actually care about what they have to say. So the one thing a lot of these great communicators do is they make really good connections and in order to do that, you basically need to treat people people the way you want to be treated and that includes all of those things so helpful suggestions, acting as if you care, what they have to say all of those sort of things. The fourth thing that you can do is to have open-ended questions at the ready so good networkers usually have a couple of these questions prepared and it's just a tool or something you can sort of pull out of your pocket when the conversation dies just to keep it going and it can actually flow into being more purposeful as well, which I'll explain in a sec. So a few examples of just open-ended questions to build that rapport up, just saying things like, what brings you to the event? Or you could say, do you attend these kind of things very often, if so, what tips could you give me to, to utilize the event the best? And getting them to talk about things like that makes them feel important and as if they're giving off a presence of actually knowing something, which is really good for you, because that's a way to get them to like you. You could ask, what do you do for work? Have you, Did you always wanna work in this field? How did you join this industry? How do you think the industry will be different in five years or has it been affected by COVID? What changes have you seen? Have you guys gone online? Um, you know, there's so many things that you could pull out just based on what's going on in the world. And if you like what you hear about the company, or you stumble upon someone that works for an organization that you'd just love to work for, these questions can actually lead into more purposeful queries, such as, do you know if your company's hiring at the moment for this particular role? Or, you know, that sounds all really great. Who would I actually have to reach out to if I wanted to send a resume across to your company? Or would it be okay if we connected on LinkedIn so we can keep in touch if any roles come up? Because I really like the sound of that company. So all of these things can lead you to finding your dream job. It's just another way because sometimes applying through SEEK and just doing application after application, not hearing anything is actually really disheartening. But getting yourself out there, stepping out of your comfort zone, not only prepares you to control your nerves when it comes to job interviews, but also it's just another pool of, It's just another resource actually to widen your search field, to get your name out there and you never know where it could lead. So that's it for this episode. Please go onto our website if you'd like to hear more, getthejobaustralia.com.au or follow us on our social media on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. See you next week. Thanks. Bye.